everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Bossly or the People's Mentor, and this is episode 324 of the show. This is all about ego, and I know there's been a couple of episodes on this, but none of them are overlapping. I promise you, it's me training from trainings that I wrote from Ego is the Enemy. So none of them are the same. Listen to every episode I upload on Ego. You are going to love it. Okay, okay. So the best thing you can do to support the podcast is subscribe, first of all, then tell friends, of course, and leave five-star reviews. I love you guys, and I appreciate you so much, especially during the snowpocalypse here in Texas where I can't do anything but put out content. So if you're getting value out of this show, make sure you screenshot it, put it in your stories, tag me, tag some friends, and then please subscribe and leave a review. Every single episode, I will read a five-star review, and we are almost at 1,500 five-star reviews where I will give away $1,500 cashola. So make sure you get your five-star review and tell your friends for your chance to win. Today's reviewer of the show is Sam Maurer, inspiration like no other. If you are looking for life-changing inspiration, Jesse Lee's your girl. I cannot thank you enough for all you do. You've changed my life in so many ways. There are no words that I can even say to come close to expressing how grateful I am for you. Your energy is like no other. The words you speak just hit my soul. You are truly a godsend. Your passion for helping people is unbelievable and you show that daily. Thank you for not caring what other people think. So that you can help those like me. You are very appreciated, and I hope that you know that. Thank you for all you do. Wow, thank you for that review. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. I'm so sorry if there's weird beeping in the background right now. Uh, I don't have any power, so my alarm systems are behaving a little crazy. So I love you guys. Stay warm. We're going to rock and roll today all about ego again. So this is, uh, again, going to be a training from Ryan Holiday's book, Ego is the Enemy. We obviously touched a lot about saving your voice, right? Not listening or, or listening more, not talking so much. We talked a couple weeks ago about to be or to do, remember? Making it not all about you, but instead on the mission of trying to accomplish things all together. And then aspirations. Like, do you really need the title or can you really just make the money, make the impact, do the things, and not have everything be about you. And so the first part that I want to talk about today when we're talking about ego is going to be about becoming a student. And I love talking to this group about this because I know you're the people that show up to calls. And I know you're the people that show up to meetings. And I know you're the people I can rely on to do, you know, for some of you translations or uh, I, I don't have to think, oh, is, you know, is, is Agatha going to come show up on tour when I'm in Italy? Like I already know, you know what I mean? Like are Lee and Tracy going to pop up in the UK when I get there? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll be there, right? Like is Lindsay going to be in France? Yeah, Lindsay will be in France. Like Joe, uh, you going to be there? Margo, are we going to be in the Belgium and the Netherlands? Like what are we doing over there, right? Like we get on us like, ah, Netherlands. Uh, so many Europeans on this call. It's so fire, right? That comes from a place of remaining a student. And that really, we're, it weaved right into this conversation after what I was talking about from this weekend. Because when I say I sat there and I listened way more than I spoke, that is an understatement of the year. <clears throat> an understatement of the year. Okay, and so in this book, they're talking about the band Metallica. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Metallica. Has anybody, any, anybody ever heard of that little tiny band? They're very, uh, very small, very small part of the world knows about Metallica. Uh, but anyway, they're this rock band. Um, 
For those of you who are unfamiliar, they uh, they were very popular in the 80s and 90s, maybe early 2000s. Uh, so they're this band. They're kind of well-known. Just kidding. Obviously a huge band. Okay, Metallica, worldwide fame, etc. And inside of Metallica, I don't know if you guys know the story, but basically there was a guitarist in the in April of early 1980. Their original guitarist, his name was Dave. They were actually terminating him from become from being their lead guitarist. I don't know. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. Looks like Nicole is. She's about to like give us the whole synopsis on uh, Metallica history. It looks like, uh, but she's nodding. She's like, yeah. So, um, so I will tell you basically they they handed their guitarist their lead guitarist at the time his name was Dave they basically literally handed him a, a, a bus ticket and sent him back and packing to San Francisco within a couple of days they they rehired into the band um, a man named Kirk Hammett you are probably more familiar with who that is that is the lead guitarist that I think all of us know from Metallica even if you didn't know him by name you know who he is okay so Kirk Hammett, here is the key to his success. The key to his success was that, yes, that was a moment he had probably been waiting for his entire life. He had probably been practicing a lot for years and years and years and years to be good enough to be a lead guitarist in a band that was already on its way to superstardom. But instead of that, he decided to stay a student and start to push the boundaries of the genre of rock music. And every time I'm talking, I actually want you to think about your business. So when I'm saying stuff like this, I'm not talking about Metallica. You understand that, right? <laughs> you understand we're not talking about playing guitar. Okay, I'm just making sure. I know, I know it's good storytelling. I just want to make sure you're like, woo, okay. All right, so pushing the boundaries of this, this thrash metal genre that had been starting to circulate and this cult stardom around Metallica had already begun. And so here is the really cool thing is that Kirk basically realized immediately that if he wanted Metallica to scale, he had to get better and he had to be different. Just like all of you, if you want your businesses to scale, you need to be different. You need to get better. You look at the empire. Why are we continually competitive? Well, we scale and your leader is always learning and we're doing things differently. Okay. And so yes, he got his dream job, but he was not satisfied. And instead of going into a place of ego, that's like, Oh, I got the job, got the job. I'm the guitarist. He instead went home insisting that he needed more instruction, insisting he needed to get better, insisting that he remain a student. And so he actually hired Joe Satriani who still to this day is basically revered as being the greatest guitarist of all time. Like technically speaking, the greatest guitarist of all time. Completely different genre than Metallica. Okay, totally different genre. Nothing similar at all. You know, create, you know, just totally, totally different. And he hired him to make sure that he was uncomfortable. And the thing with our ego is a lot of the times... We don't do things that make us uncomfortable because we know that it's going to make us uncomfortable. 
<laughs> Isn't that stupid? Like, why do we do that? Right? We're like, this is going to make me super uncomfortable. So I'm just not going to do it, even though I'll definitely grow and be a better person. <laughs> I'm just going to skip right over that. Okay. That's what we do sometimes. And so teaching out of a small music shop in Berkeley, California, Satriani's musical playing style made him a very unusual choice. I want you to look as an as just an example for me. Look at the example of who has been my network marketing mentor. You know who it is. Okay? Does he look like me? Do we come from similar backgrounds? Do we really have anything in common? Uh mm, no. No, we really do not. Very small. We uh, we both share Norwegian blood. That's basically where it ends, okay? We don't have much in common. But I knew that if I wanted to get good, if I wanted to get great, if I wanted to be world class, it was going to be from bouncing ideas off of somebody that has clearly made it by doing things extremely differently than me, but I respect them, right? And so that, oh wait, this is really funny. I'll say that because somebody's put it in the chat. I got to tell you guys something really funny. So I was on my mastermind call with him yesterday and I was trying to tell Darnell who will be on our call on Friday night. I was trying to tell Darnell he should do the bus it challenge. I was like, Darnell, do the bus it challenge. You're like so handsome. It'll be so good. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And, and Eric's like, do the bus it challenge. I'll do it if you do it as if he has any idea what the bus it challenge is. Okay. And then I, and then Darnell's like, I'm not going to do it. Jesse Lee. I'm not going to do it. I said, fine. And this is in the chat. All right. Then do, do the walk dance you know like the kick the leg up the squat down whatever and Eric goes yeah do the whap dance I was like oh my god I love this so much so I was like rolling I literally write in the chat I'm screaming I'm screaming I can't even pay attention to zoom anymore all right but anyway so can you imagine so polarizing differences but I've learned so much and that's the point now that I got you laughing, I got your attention. That's the point. If you want to learn, don't always learn from the same person that you're like, I'm so aligned with her on a spiritual level. Okay, great. She can be your friend. She can coach you through some things, but like maybe you're going to get stuck. Maybe you're going to get stuck because it's the same things over and over and over again. Kirk Hammett wanted to learn what he didn't know. Does that make sense? Like, it was really actually kind of cool now that I think about this. When our team started to form three years ago, and we did start getting some of these woo-woo people around, right? And I was like, what are they talking about? Like, what is going on? Like, I believe in energy, obviously, because I can feel it. But what are you talking about? And it was paying attention and listening from people that that is their entire life that you started to learn and grow and we all started to as well develop, okay? So anyway, um, the fact of the matter is that a lot of the time when you find someone to coach you, guide you, mentor you, that is very different than what you're usually around and is not hyping you up, you start to find your weaknesses, which is why it can be so strong. So Joe Satriani's coaching him. He says he's got a great right hand. He's, he's got very fast fingers. But here are the things that he's not good at. And apparently, Joe Satriani is a very aggressive coach. Okay? Now, I don't know. I don't play guitar. I'm not trying to learn how to play guitar. But Satriani said that what separated Hammett from the others was his undying willingness to endure the type of instruction most people won't. 
He was a good student. So when most of his, hear, hear me on this, I'm going to read it twice. When most of his friends and contemporaries would storm out complaining, thinking I was too harsh a teacher, he stayed. Many of his friends and contemporaries would storm out complaining I was too harsh a teacher. How many people in business are stuck because their ego will not allow them to move forward? They are stuck because when they hear something that they don't want to hear, they shut down and go, oh no, this co- Jesse Lee doesn't know what she's talking about. Are you sure? You sure? Or is it hurting your ego that I need you to do this or this or this or this or this or this or this? Very eye-opening. It works in every single kind of thing that takes practice and business takes practice. And so Satriani's system was very clear. There will be weekly lessons. These lessons must be learned. And if they aren't, you are wasting everyone's time. Don't bother coming back. Now, this is a volunteer sales force, of course, so I can't be like, oh, really, Sydney? You didn't, do, you didn't get 5,000 in new volume? I told you to get 5,000 in new volume by, by the 10th and you didn't do it? Get the hell out of here! Okay, that's never going to be my reaction. But sometimes when you're coaching people, doesn't it get a little like, I just told you everything to do. What are you doing? Why are you running back to that leader that is literally driving your business into the ground? What is happening? Follow the instruction. Because it's the same concept as business owner and artist. Every time you do your assignment, every time you take your lesson plan, every time you do the things that make you uncomfortable that your coach through and your ego is, is, is turned down a notch, you improve as a player. Put that in quotations, right? You improve as a business owner, okay? The power of being a student is not just that it is an extended period of instruction It's just that it also places the ego and the ambition in somebody else's hands, right? Because with your ego, there's like this ceiling imposed. You start to think I'm only this good. So when I get there, I got it. I made it. I'm done. When you bring in a coach who goes, Megan Hunter, it is time for rank seven. Okay. What like, but come on. How many of you see Megan Hunter as a rank seven at seven, eight, nine, 10 as well, right? Like I can't be the only one, right? She, just like all of you, you have an ego limit though that's saying, no, I'm, I'm really only a rank six. Now like I'm, but what? No, it can be yours. Everything can be yours. Do you understand that? So it's important to bring in those outside voices. Otherwise your ego actually self-sabotages you. Oh, I'm only a rank five. I'm definitely only a rank two. Oh, no, no, no. Rank eight. That's all I got. That's, that's it. That's, that's where I am. I'm a rank eight. Says who? But if you stop taking all the responsibility out of it and you take, I'm going to be a student of somebody who knows how to get me to rank 10, which is where I say I want to go. Somebody who knows how to get me to a million plus a year because that's where they are. Then you shift. That's why I started the conversation by talking about going to this mastermind. If you want to be a billionaire, then hang around with billionaires. They know how to do it because they've done it. If you want to fly in a private jet, well, then hang around people that own private jets because uh, they know how to have private jets. If it is in everything, it's not just business stuff. You want to be a better parent. Hi, Daisy. You want to be a better parent. You want to be a better friend. You want to be a better whatever, partner, mother, father, whatever. 
Well, then hang around good mothers and fathers and whatever so you can learn. Right? Like, this is such a, I don't know, now I'm on a tangent, but I don't care. <laughs> like, how many, this is like mother, like parents, like being a mother. How many people have you heard say stuff like, and this is not like a political discussion, I just want your babies healthy, okay? How many of you have heard women who have literally never tried to breastfeed say, I can't breastfeed, it's not possible for me? Come on, I know you have. Men and women alike have heard this. I can't do it, it's, it's literally not. My body just won't let me do it. You've heard this. Oh no, my body, I can't give birth. Like it, my body just doesn't do it. What are you talking about? But if they had a teacher, if they had a teacher, right, then their ego would be shut down so that they can learn, so they can grow, so they can maybe nurture the child the way that they had originally intended to. That's kind of like a hot subject. I'm not trying to offend anybody. You get my point though, right? Like, it's in everything. We set these self-imposed limitations on what we feel in our minds we can and cannot do, but most of the time it's completely false. Why, why can't you be the first rank nine? There's no rank nines on this team. Well, why? Which, by the way, I'm just going to say it because um, I feel like we have some competitors on the line. I'm going to tell you something that uh, I got some inside information, outside information, inside. I don't know. I got some salty information. And, like... My, this might be ego of mine that pissed me off, but they weren't insulting me. And that's why I think it pisses me off. There was a retreat another team had somewhere and we were the subject of a lot of things. And one of their big things was she can't even lead. She doesn't even know how to develop a single rank nine. Her team doesn't have a single rank nine. Don't listen to anything she says. So, I mean, it pissed me off because they're talking about you. They're not talking about me. Uh, And so, (laughs) the problem when you make me mad is I get into massive competitive mode. And uh, so, I'm kind of like holding my ketones. Just just hold my my ketones because now I'm just pissed, right? So, um... I love comments like that. I love when they get back to me because I get a little like, okay, all right, okay, that's okay. I'm, I'm not mad at all. Uh, and so I'm excited to coach more people to get to rank nine, rank 10. Let's go legend. Like, let's do the most. So ah, cleansing breaths, those are good for all of us. But the power of being a student, right, is that, like I said, you, it doesn't have to all be about you. So that thing in your mind that's keeping you uh, at whatever rank it is, where it's literally in your mind, the way you get out of that is go higher in your coaching, right? Get outside of your sphere of coaching you keep getting, you know, maybe every day from somebody and expand, right? Expand. All right. So, um, cause here's the thing is education can't be hacked. You can't fake it. You can't BS it. It's inside of you right? And the thing is, if you are learning every day, then you are hacking this every single day. You're getting a little bit better every single day. And if you don't get a little bit better every single day, what happens? You already know. We become irrelevant. That's why the team is so strong is that it's, there's so many leaders on this call that are just hacking away at getting a little bit better every day. Uh, I have a brand new recruit 
hit GoPro, hit MVP, hit rank three. She'll be on this call, you know, next time we do this. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's going to be a champ very soon, but she, uh, she's very competitive. She messaged me having like a mental breakdown the other day. I didn't close a single sale yesterday. I can't go a day without a sale. Oh, just kidding. My app just forgot to alert, alert me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, chill out. I love it though. She just wants to get a little bit better every day. Just that one sale every day. Couldn't all of us make one sale every day? The answer is of course a resounding yes. Okay. Of course you can. Just get your ego out of it and do the things that you have to do. We don't like thinking somebody's better than us, right? This is difficult. And this sometimes makes us stop being a student. You know, we don't like saying, oh, I got a lot to learn, right? We want to be done, don't we? Like how many of you are like, when does the learning stop? Like, can I stop getting on Zooms? Like, oh my God. Like I'm uh, another way. Here we go. Wednesday night. It's like Groundhog Day. The Wednesday night team training. Going to learn again. All right. 2-12. Going to learn again. Champ call. Going to learn again. All right. Here we go. I'm going to tell you there's so much left to learn. We want to be done right? We want to be ready. We want to be, uh, we want to be ranked 10. We want to wake up tomorrow and, you know, wake up with the, hold on, it's up against my wall. We want to wake up and have this sucker sitting in the mail. You know, we want this sucker just be sitting on our front porch. We want that, don't we? Of course we do. But in order to get that, you have to remain that student. It's just the way it works. So this works in everything though. I love this. I love this next thing I'm going to say. I love it. I love it. I love it. Frank Shamrock, I think he's a mixed martial artist. Okay, I don't think he fights anymore. I think he coaches. He, he's a multi-title multi, multi title champion, though. And he said he has a system for training fighters. And I love this because I want you to think of it, again, as a system for building your business. He says you, the system is called plus, minus, equal. Write that down. Plus, minus, and equal. Okay. He says in order for a fighter to become great, you need to have, I'm going to stop saying fighter. I'm going to say business owner. In order for a promoter to become great, you need to have someone better that you can learn from someone lesser that you can teach and someone equal that you can challenge yourself against. Now, why? You have to grow. If you recruit somebody, you bring them with you, you're constantly teaching. You're very pulled in. And then also that accountability partner. Who is your accountability partner that you view as your equal, right? This formula is pretty simple, right? You are going to get real and continuous feedback, real and continuous feedback about what you know and about what you don't know which is probably more important than any angle or from every angle, right? Because when you, when, you are, uh, when you are better than somebody, you start to say, okay, I'm better than them in business in this way, this way, and this way. You start to go under and find somebody that's minus, right? That's not as good as you. And you go, okay, hold on a second. They're better than me though at this, this, and this. And I need to be able to coach on this, this, and this. And the number one thing they keep asking me is this right? And then your equal counterparts start calling you out to be honest. Like, really? You're, you're just, you're just not going to use the scripts. You're just going to do your own thing. Really? Okay. 
Um, well, that's not smart, but uh, I'm just going to call you out on it. Not a problem. <laughs> right? Like, that's why the plus, the minus, and the equal works so well. It also purges out that, that ego that puffs you up, right? The fear that makes you doubt yourself and any laziness that makes you want to coast. The problem with when you're the best and you don't try to find somebody better than you is that you start to read your own press clippings. You start to think you are so good. Let me tell you something. I'm the best in the world at network marketing. Full stop. I'm not good at real estate. Uh, I'm very terrible at organization. Uh, I have to hire people to get my finances all together because there's so many streams of income. There's a lot of stuff I'm not great at. So because I'm not great at that, I bring people in to challenge me to make me better so I can grow. I go to masterminds so I can grow. I get into situations where I'm spending time with people that make me feel this big so I can grow. So I can also say, whoa, well, when they talk about this, they're very educated on bop, bop, bop. The way they talk, bop, bop, bop. The way they dress, this. The way they speak, this. Their languaging patterning centers, this. The way they carry themselves, that. The way they introduce themselves to people, this. Their level of confidence, that right? All of these different little nuances you start to learn as you surround yourself with people that are better than you. The coasting, you be, your accountability partner better be whooping your ass. I have a bunch of this. Oh my God. I don't know where I have my Well, Carol, well, like you better have an accountability partner that kicks your butt. Honestly, if your accountability partner, when you message them and you say, yeah, I just, I didn't get a sale today. You know, I know the goal is to get a sale every day. That's what I said I was going to do. But like, it is 10 o'clock at night, girl. And I am, you, uh, no, 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 no. I would expect a phone call from Amanda Hodge-Mahala saying, you better take a, you better, you better snort and unleashed. You got work to do. You said you want this. You going to coast? Really? Really? No, not today. Is this your first day? That's right. Is this your first day? We are here to we are here to get close sales. You said you were gonna get a recruit, Anna. Where's the recruit? You oh you thought you were oh you thought you were gonna go to the mall. Wait, why? You didn't make no money. Go get a recruit, right? Like I mean that's a little aggressive. But like if I mean if you were my accountability partner, I would expect you to whoop on me. Some of you are like, this is my buddy, my accountability partner. We check in once a day and we talk about if we had our ketones. Y'all are drinking the damn ketones anyway, okay? Or you wouldn't be on this call. No, I want y'all to find somebody who's like, um, Debbie, yeah, so you said, you said, okay, can we do the mathematics, okay? Because you said it's rank four and looks like you're on track for like rank two, one star. I'm going to need you to uh, not sleep right now. Okay. <laughs> You're really cute. I love you. No, you've got to find that equal who you respect that you will have those courageous conversations with. Otherwise you're going to coast, right? Otherwise you're not even going to like being in the conversations with the people that you view as better than you at whatever it is that they're better at. Cause you're going to have this weird guilt around you, right? Like, oh, but I know I didn't do what my accountability partner told me to do. So, uh, like, should I, should I, should I talk to Amber before I talk to Alicia or what do I do? Right. Okay. And then this, this fighting, uh, example keeps going, which I just love. I just love this. If a fighter is not capable of learning and practicing every day, 
if he is not relentlessly looking for areas of improvement, examining his own shortcomings, and finding new techniques to borrow from peers and opponents, he will be broken down and destroyed. And I love that because some of you are on here right now. I just know so many of you so well. And you feel like you're doing everything. Like you don't have to raise your hand. You don't even have to just keep a stone face, right? Just, you know who you are. You're like, no, I do all the things, girl. I do all the things. I go live every day. I make all the po. Y'all are not good at poker facing. We're going to do a poker tournament. <laughs> I'm going to win. All right? You're like, <laughs> okay, that's funny. Like, no, I send all the messages. I do the birthday messages. I do all this stuff. A, have you identified where the short <laughs> Stephanie. Have you identified the shortcomings? Have you identified what you're not good at? Like, where are the places where you need to get good? It's not that you're not doing the things. I don't think you guys are sitting around your houses playing tiddlywinks all day long. But I do think there's probably places where you do have shortcomings and you are not identifying them. And then you're doing things that are insane. Insanity is your ego speaking, right? You're doing the same things over and 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 over again, expecting different results. Well, why would you expect different results from the same things? Switch it up. Change things, right? Find and identify new techniques from your peers. This is a call of only high performers. What are they doing? Why are they closing more sales than you? Why is Carol Ubertaccio so good? I don't know. Go watch her lives and find out why she's better than you right now. I don't have to tell you. Go look. Don't keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting your lives to pop off when we do the same thing, right? Stephanie Holbin was so freaking coachable. She's like, stop it. I've got it. I need to go viral on TikTok. What do I do? I'm like, just follow my lead. Do the same TikTok as me. She did the same freaking TikTok, except for she had more Megan Hunter dancing in the background, which I think was the key to the success. But anyway, <laughs> she popped off, went viral. Whitney did the same thing. Whitney Gebhardt, same exact TikTok. Boom, went viral. I mean... Come on, right? Where's the success leaving clues? And it's not all that different for all of us in anything. Like, are we not fighting for or against something? Like, you, you can't possibly think that you are the only one who hopes to achieve your goal. Like, I'm, I'm talking specifically right now about our business. You can't possibly think you're the only one reaching for six, seven, eight, nine, ten, legend, million dollar year, etc. Right? So then we're all similar. So take your ego out of it and go learn from people. Stay a student and learn from people that are doing something right. If you keep seeing Jamie Lynn and Kristen at the, at the top of the, Megan George, at the top, Crystal Alexander, at the top of these customer boards Every single freaking month. Have you ever stopped to think, um, maybe it would be a really good idea if I messaged them how they're, how Kayla Hahn is hitting MVP in like the first three days of the month, every month. What is she doing? You don't even have to ask them. Go look on their walls. Go be a student of something that's obviously working. You know? Makes sense, right? And here's just something that kind of hit me right between the eyes when I read it. And maybe it'll hit you between the eyes too. 
It is impossible to learn that which one thinks they already know. It is impossible to learn that which one thinks one already knows. Meaning you can't learn if you think you already know. If you think you're already mastering everything, then you think you're done. Then you think there's nowhere left to grow and then your ears are turned off. You can see this, okay? I'm not gonna use any names, obviously, okay? Go on team trainings on Wednesdays and look for the same people every week who sit there like this. They're, they're doing the nod thing, you know what I mean? To like pretend that they're listening. born at night I just really like the saying I was born at noon (laughs) I was born at noon but I wasn't born yesterday at noon (laughs) right crazy yes and look I love this because the chat y'all already know they're high ranks too aren't they usually though that's the point who are the leaders that stopped showing up because they acted like they knew everything when was the last time you saw them promote to another rank Megan Hunter, why are you in the middle of my screen all the time? Get out of here. Or they're not even on this call, right? Like Nancy's saying, they don't get MVP themselves, right? But do you recognize that's ego? And I'm not trying to call them out. Obviously, I didn't use any names. My entire point is don't get stuck in that cycle of insanity where you feel like you know everything. You don't. I don't even miss Circle of Champions calls for our company. And thank God they got switched up because I called our company and I was like, we need to <laughs> we need to make these a little better, okay? Like, you always have something to learn from everybody. From everybody. And so if you want to grow, you must stay a student. You can, Here's this. You will not find the answers if you're too conceited and self-assured to ask the questions. You cannot find the answers if you're too conceited and self-assured to ask the questions. You cannot get better if you're convinced already you're the best. You cannot get better if you're convinced already you are the best. What do you mean you're the best? What are you talking about? You can always learn. And you know what? I might be the best in prove it. But uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm not the best at in the world. And it's why I'm always learning. And as soon as you remember that there is not a single person on earth you can't learn something from, you win. Don't act like you already know. Even when you're like, no, I already know this. Listen anyway. 
There's a reason we bring on new MVPs every week. How many of you have learned something from these people? Like, oh, well, I never thought of it like that. Oh, last night I'm like, oh my God. Like, are you kidding me? Because you can learn from everybody. And I posted an Instagram post about this yesterday. It's my little text one if you saw it. I don't remember the exact quote I put. But it's something along the lines of none of us are better than each other. Just because you got money, just because you're cool, you're popular, you're whatever. That doesn't make you any better than anybody. And if you think that it makes you better because you have, if you think it makes me better than you because I have more customers in the whole team, what the hell is that? I could get more customers. That makes me a better person. Shut up. No, it doesn't. Right? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, are we really judging how good of a person somebody is based off of how many customers they can get? Yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna, not gonna work for me. So I just ask us sometimes to identify places in our lives where you feel that ego creep in and then always, always, always be willing to remain a student because that is truly how you win at this thing called business. So be like, that guitarist, Kirk, and become the best in this business and make sure you find someone better than you to learn from, somebody worse than you to learn from, and somebody that you're equal who will keep you honest. We want honesty. This is 212. This is not for, this is not light work, y'all, okay? I want you to find that account. Y'all, you have permission to whoop on your accountability partner, all right? Like in a nice way, okay? Nothing physical, All right. But you call them out. You call them out when they don't do those lives. You call them out when they don't put up that post. You call them out when there's no call to action. Call them out when they don't get their customer. Call them out if they didn't get their trial. Call them out. Because that's the only way we get better is by saying, woof, I got things to learn.